0: Hey, what is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to break down the six-game NBA main slate on Tuesday. Before I get the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on draft games. Also making videos for NBA Top Shot, NFL All Day. If you guys are not familiar with those NFTs, again, I have videos breaking down uh, both uh, NFL All Day and NBA Top Shot, if that's something that you're interested in. Um, If you guys are unable to watch these videos, uh, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link is in the description below. It's called the DKDFS Show. If you guys have an extra minute or two if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave a five-star rating review, it would really help me out. It would go a long way. Every single rating review boosts me up in those podcast rankings. Premium content, guys. I offer that in patreon.com, NFL package. Again, that's going to include the playoffs, and NBA NBA package, sorry. Um, Main and showdown slates that I uh, cover for both, again, NBA and NFL. And guys, I am super, super excited to to announce that the sponsor of this video and a new sponsor of my new partner of mine, Roast Umber. Guys, if you're not familiar with Roast Umber, it is a coffee company located in Grand Rapids, Michigan. They have your typical coffee. They have your decaf coffee. And my personal favorite, the Nitro Brew. Let me tell you guys, this Nitro it's the best nitro i've had i've been drinking it for the last month or so i am addicted and i feel like if you play dfs you have to be caffeinated it's a, it's a long night you're have to be on like caffeine or hard drugs right one one or the other um no but seriously um i am super super excited to have them along board um and i want to uh say that uh i have a discount code so if you use the code DKDFS, you will get 20% off your order. Plus, plus the first 25 people that order using my code, a free, free one pound bag of coffee. You can't beat that. So um, that's for the first 25 people, but recur- recurring orders, that discount code is, is live forever. So. If you wanna use that in future orders, it's code DKDFS, I'll have a link in the description below. Again, 20% off every order. So um, again, super, super excited to have them on board guys, and this is one that um, I cannot wait to see what, what we can do uh, down the line in the future. So um, yeah, that is that is it for the intro guys. Um, six game slate again, let's take a look back at my lineup here from tonight. So tonight, I had a really good night on the late slate, really good night in the showdown slate, and just missed in the main slate. Um, A lot due to my boy. My boy let me down, Nurkic, after going off last slate. Yeah, he had a letdown game, only 29.5 fancy points in a great spot. It is what it is. Um, The rest of my lineup, so Kyrie, so I originally had Simons here, who I wanted to play. Um, I had Simons and it was Niang, and I pivoted to cork mods and Little because I was really wanted to prioritize it in mods in there. Once we knew, well, originally the news was that he was not starting, and then he was starting at the point, so I was I switched things around. I had to make a two v two swap. Um, if I kept it was Simons and Yang, it would have been a little bit better, and I might have been in the cash. I didn't do the math, but um, yeah, it is what it is. So uh, I use Kate Bates Diop, who his fourth quarter shift. He comes in for a minute. And then he just subs back out. It's like, Popovich, just, just the worst. Just the absolute worst. Waves the white flag so early always. Um, Giannis ended a combo. I mean, he was fine. I expected a little bit more in a matchup like this against Charlotte. He was fine. Uh, I did go back to Whiteside. You know, he, he let, let everyone down his chalk. Last couple of sites, the ownership did drop. It was higher, though, in high stakes. Um, and that's not, that's not a big surprise, right? Because we all know the type of player that Hassan Whiteside is, right? He's a phenomenal point per minute guy. Sure, he busted or had a letdown game as chalk last couple slates. Could care less, right? Who cares? I'm fine going right back to him. Nothing changed. Nothing changed other than he got in foul trouble and a letdown game before that, right? So yeah, I went right back to the wall there. He went off. He was an absolute must tonight. Uh, ben McLemore for Valley did really well, 33 fancy points. Uh, Nasir Little, you know, played pretty well, 31 fancy points. And then again, my boy, Nurkic, had a lot down game, only 29 and a half fancy points. Winning lineup here in the Rainmaker, um, it was basically a stack that late game. So, Simons, Lonnie Walker, Middleton, Durant, Whiteside, McLemore, Korkmaz, and Nurkic. Nurkic was in the winning lineup against 60% in high stakes. No surprise, he was a great play uh, before the slate started. Korkmaz, 71%. I get a little honestly a little bit higher than I thought, but hey, everyone went to him. Once we got news, he was starting a point guard. Mackmore was popular. Whiteside was chalk super high stakes. I said to play Lonnie Walker in cash, he was fine, even though he had a really bad shooting game. And then Simons was was very popular as well. So yeah, guys, that was it for the look back for myself. That's it for the look back on the Rainmaker. Again, this is a $3,000 entry. I always recommend going back and checking out ownership, whether it be, you know, what type of player are you? Are you high stakes single entry? But yeah, if you're, uh, again, if you're a single entry player or you're building 150, you know, go back and check things out, right? Go back, high stakes entry or high stakes single entry, go back and take a look at, um, you know, what other high stakes players went to for, for their lineups. Uh, if you're building 150, go back to like Fantasy Labs uh, dashboard review and you can take a look at what 150 max played for exposure. So always go back and check. Um, that is important if you do want to get better at DFS. Okay, so. Um, let's talk about the sixth gamer and we'll start off with Oklahoma City against Washington. So the prices has come have come down a bit on these Thunder guys. Shea Gildas Alexander 7.6k. You know, we should get about mid-30s mitts from him. Um three straight letdown games, 28, 28, and 25 fancy points. But again, the price has dropped a bit. And we know Shea can still go for 50. So um yeah, he's been struggling a bit of late, but kind of the same thing of Whiteside, right? Doesn't worry me that much. Plus, the price is coming down. So, uh, I think Shea Golders Alexander is actually a pretty solid play here in the mid range. Josh Giddy at 6'9 with Shea in. Um, you know, does have a little bit of a lower floor. You know, I really like Giddy when, when Shea's out. You know, I was all over Giddy in this spot here when Shea was out at low ownership. Um, so, I think Giddy is just like fine at, at 7K. Um, Lou Dort at 5'2. Again, more of a secondary option for me. One value play I mentioned here is James Robinson Earl. Um, or Jeremiah Robinson Earl, I should say, 3.7K, uh, so started last game, 22, 25, 26 minutes. If he's going to continue to get mid-20s minutes, he's just a fair value play. Now, what I'll say is you can never fully trust the Thunder, the closing lineup, and what they're going to do, but I think he's a fair value play. On the Washington side, so um, I'm kind of sick and tired of this guy, to be honest. Uh, a twenty twenty game from Kuzma. The answer is no, I will not be chasing Kyle Kuzma. Again, he got there this game because of massive foul trouble for Beal and Gafford. Sure, he won off uh, against Orlando. Don't care. Um, 8.4K, price at all-time high. Team's basically fully healthy. Um, I will let others chase Kyle Kuzma. Uh, Brad Beal at 9.5K. We should get pretty big minutes. Now, again, with Spencer Dinwiddie back in the lineup, the floor is much lower. He won't be doing as much of the ball handling. So, again, Beal, more of a secondary play. Dinwiddie himself at 6K does not really stand out. The minutes have been, like, around 30, so doesn't do much there. Gafford a little bit too pricey with Montrez Harrell coming back. Now, Montrez Harrell himself uh, missed last game due to conditioning. Haven't Hasn't played since the day after Christmas, so we'll see if there's going to be any limitations on him. If there's no limitations, I think he's a fair value play that probably plays, you know, low 20s minutes. So monitor that one. Um, and that's really it for um, Washington. Again, Rui in his first game played 14 minutes. Um, I'm going to wait a few games until those myths bump up for Rui. Phoenix and Toronto. So Phoenix now a team close to, close to full health. They have Kim Johnson out, but other than that, a basically fully healthy team. So Booker, Chris Paul, again, Booker is a guy that I always look to for tournaments. Never really a cash game play unless he gets really, really cheap, but a fine GBP option here. Uh, Chris Paul, more of a cash game play. I know he had a bad game last game there against Miami, but um, normally a guy that has a pretty high floor and is sub 8K. So, uh, basically my same take as always with those, uh, Phoenix guards, DeAndre Aiden at 7-2. So, uh, in his first game back from a, a stint in the COVID protocols, played 32 minutes, one for 25 fancy points. Um, I think it's kind of a fair option. Yeah. Did not play well last game, but you know, 7.2k, the price has come down a little bit on him. He was up, you know, 8k plus, uh, before he was out and then Cam Johnson being out, Again, I, just, I don't want to pay 5.3K for Bridges. Um, he never really gets a boost with guys out. I mean, he'll play a ton of minutes, but low, low usage guy. Um, the guy that, it hurts to say, but I think Jay Crowder's solid value with Cam Johnson out. I mean, he probably pushes for 30-plus minutes in this game. Not the best point-per-minute guy, but he's also 3.9K. So I have some interest there in Crowder. Um, as far as the backup center goes, it was kind of split between McGee and Jalen Smith. So I don't want, really want to go to either of those two. I don't mention campaign at 4-4 because I think this is a game they could go like three guards a, a decent amount here with Cam Johnson out. They don't have a lot of wings. So I think campaign's a viable GPP play. On the Toronto side, so Fred Van Fleet just, again, playing out of his mind. He's playing almost 40 minutes every single game. And yeah, he's shooting the ball really, really well. So I have no issue if you want to go to the price a 9-6 for Fred Van Fleet. Sure, it's, it's close to the top for him. I don't think he's going to be priced up much more. But um, I can't argue with how well he's been playing. Also, he has shooting guard eligibility, which is nice. And then Siakam, just going to play huge minutes. But f- 43 minutes for Pascal Siakam. 42 there against Milwaukee. I mean, that is just insane for a regular season game. 43 minutes. They're just running these starters into the ground. So, yeah, if we're going to get 43 minutes again from Siakam, I think he's a fine option, even at that price point. Keep an eye on Scotty Barnes and Gary Trent. Now they are both questionable. If they both miss... My guess is, first of all, that they're going to start Ken Burch at the five. Um, started last game, played 21 minutes, would be a fair value play, 3.3K. But then they might have to move like the GOAT, to GOAT, Nabe, or C. Luke into the starting lineup if both Barnes and Gary Chen Jr. are out. So, monitor that one. Um, OG Anubi, just kind of a secondary play for me. He's going to play low to mid 30s minutes, but has taken the backseat now to Van Fleet and Siakam in this offense. And I mean, I always love playing Chris Boucher, but a little bit too pricey for me at 5.2. I do think he does uh, see somewhat decent minutes here uh, against a big Phoenix front court, but the price point, again, a little bit hard for me to prioritize that. Detroit and Chicago. So I just don't like talking about this Detroit, Detroit team. I really don't. Kate Cunningham, 7 8, had a big game last game against Utah, or tonight, I should say, when no one played him for 50 fancy points. Um, again, does have upside, has been a little bit up and down. There's you know, Pistons are involved in a lot of blowouts, so you always got to factor that in. But I think he's a solid GBP play. I know Sadiq Bay played well uh today, but like he just has a much much lower floor when this team is, is close to full hell. So I don't think I can pay seven, five for Bay. The minutes have been trending down on Hamadou Diallo, so I don't think I want to pay 7.2k for him now. The center rotation Isaiah Stewart's been starting, but the minutes haven't really been great. They've actually been closing games with Trey Lyles who has been playing, you know, close to 30 minutes. I actually kind of like Lyles for value. If they're going to continue to go this rotation of, you know, have him be the backup five and then close the game. So I actually do have a little bit of interest here in Trey Lyles at 4-9. Again, for some reason, Corey Joseph is in, is in this rotation and playing mid-20s minutes, but the, he's almost at 5K, so not going to feel good there. Killian Hayes is starting, but, I mean, you might just have to send this guy to the G League. My God, is he ever bad. Um... And that's it. That is it for Detroit. Moving on to Chicago. So uh, Chicago, when they're a fully healthy team, mainly a team that I look to for tournaments unless someone is very underpriced. So Levine has been really quiet of late. uh, 33, 33, and 28 fans points last three games. All those games where where he played pretty big minutes, right? So um, I think the ownership is going to be extremely low on Levine. But again, you can take shots in him in large field tournaments. Vucevic at 9K. You know, I like the matchup for him. Um, I think he's got a... Relatively high for in last game. He didn't do much against Dallas. But before that, sorry, I think I'm about to sneeze. (laughs) Sorry about that, guys. Uh, 53, 44, 41, 42. So, like, I think Vuce is still in play there at 9K. DeRozan, 8-7, having a great year for the Bulls. Um, Price point, again, fine for GPPs. Lanza Ball at almost 7K. It's like all these guys seem priced about right. Levine, maybe a little bit overpriced. Kobe White still playing pretty significant minutes, but he's also 5.6K. So Chicago is a team, again, kind of just a team you look to for tournaments. Uh right, Golden State and Memphis. So uh, Steph Curry, 10-7. You know, last three games, 29, 32, 43 uh, fancy points, and he had a decent shooting game last game and still didn't come close to getting value. So I think he's always in play for tournaments. Ownership will be low, but he's rarely, uh, Steph has rarely paid off his salary last month, month and a half. Wiggins at six point four doesn't really stand out to me. With Clay Thompson coming back, Clay Thompson himself, we'll keep an eye on the news. He did play twenty minutes. Um, if that minutes limit gets bumped up to like twenty five to thirty or so, somewhere in that range, then I have more interest. If he's going to be limited to twenty minutes again, doesn't really stand out, and then kind of hurts pool. Um, we do have no Draymond Green, so I'm curious to see who they end up starting. Uh, of Porter, also questionable too. So like they could start Porter at the four. They could start JTA at the four. They have a lot of different ways they could go. Uh, Iguadala, either way, I think he plays 20 to 25 minutes on the bench and is a fair value. So we'll keep an eye on the starting lineup. My guess is it's going to be JTA at the flatman price. If that is the case, if he does end up starting, I think JTA would be a decent value. But I just realized he's only center eligible. Just, just think about this for a second, Okay. Jade, let this this soothe a little bit in your mind. Juan Toscano Anderson. You know, a wing, a three, a four, right? A kind of do-it-all guy. DraftKings has him listed as a center. Memphis. So, John Morant, last slate, really let me down at virtually no ownership. But... Golden State, even though they're good defensively, they play at a fast pace. Price from 9.7 down to 8.9K for Ja. Should play mid-30s minutes. I'm fine going right back to the well with Ja. Goat. Um, keep an eye on Steven Adams. news. This is pretty significant. He's questionable due, that, due to protocols. If he doesn't play, I'm fine going to Triple J, who gets a massive boost when he plays the 5 as opposed to the 4. Rebounds go up. Block shots go up. Um, so if if Adams is out, I'm still fine going to Triple J there. Desmond Bain at 6'5", feels a little bit underpriced for how well he's been playing of late, so a lot to like here for Memphis. Um, they did go to Tillman over Brandon Clark. Um, I, they kind of split the minutes, but Tillman way, way cheaper, so if I'm going to target one of the backup bigs, I'd rather go to uh, Tillman over Brandon Clark. And then mo started last game. If he starts again, I think he's a fair play in the mid-range. A guy that can kind of stuff the stat sheet. Went for 14, 7, 8, 2, and 2. Kind of an outlier. But, like, if he picks up a start again, I'm totally fine going there. And then, you know, guys off the bench. Uh, D'Anthony Melton is still playable. I think low 20s minutes. Uh, Tyus Jones at 4-2. Heat team's getting a little bit healthier. Don't love the price there. Um, Conchar 3-5. I thought he would start, but they went into Zaire Williams. He played 22 minutes. Again, a fair value. And then Zaire Williams himself, if he starts again, sure, in play, but really not doing a ton on the offensive end right now for Memphis. Minnesota and New Orleans. So this is a matchup where you have two teams that don't play a whole lot of defense. So kind of appealing game here. Um, the big three I all like here with Cat, D'Lo, and Ant-Man. Now, does one of these guys stand out more than the other? Not really. So, like, basically my, my take is I like Cat. I like D'Lo. Um, and I like Ant-Man. All three, I think, play pretty significant minutes in, in this game, and it's a good matchup, so um, I like them all. I don't know if one stands up more than the other, though, so that's that's the downside of, like, trying to get these guys right, but I think all three look pretty good. Um, no, I don't think I'm going to be chasing Jared Vanderbilt game. I I still don't believe that happened, uh, but he has gone for 42 and 60 fantasy points the last couple games, but the price is at an all-time high. And we know who Jared Vanderbilt is. Like I said, he's a solid player in the NBA, decent defender, good rebounder. Um, he's not going to average 50 fancy points a game. So kind of feels like a chase if you go there. Um, and Keep an eye on Pat Beverly News. He is questionable. If he plays, kind of takes the value out of play. If he misses, yeah, you can take shots and a guy like Noel, maybe take a shot on like McDaniels with 3-9, who probably gets low 20s minutes. But the issue with McDaniels, he's not a good point-per-minute guy. And he kind of needs the big minutes to get there. On the Pelican side, so uh, Jonas Valanciunas, after letting me down um, at pretty low ownership last game against Golden State, of course comes back and absolutely smashes. Again, I don't know if you saw Jordan Nuora. I told you guys to get that pen and paper out. Jordan Nuora started like 8 of 9 from the field after when I play him, 1 of 11, right? Um, but yeah, JV at this price point, Cat not a good defender. I think he plays low to mid thirties minutes, so I like me some JV. I like some Brandon Ingram too at eight point two. Um, you know, been a little bit up and down and late, but we know the upside is still there. And then Josh Hart, I think, is a pretty safe play, assuming no limitations. He is, um, he will be available, and I don't think he'll be limited, so he'll probably go back to playing thirty-five to thirty-eight minutes. And again, I think he's a pretty safe option. The rest of the Pelicans, Graham, fine. Viable play in GPPs. Herbert Jones feels priced about right. He'll play big minutes, but price doesn't really stand out to me. That's really it. My boy NAW. The minutes have been down on him, which is just a disappointing year for him. I really expected a lot more from from my boy. Um, all right, let's finish up here with Denver and the Clippers. Nikola Jokic twelve k. I think he looks super safe at the top. He's gonna play mid thirties minutes. Clippers. I'm not afraid of Zubac on the defensive end or Serge Ibaka. So. Yes, I like Nikola Jokic, a good amount. Now we have no Murray, no Barton, no MPJ. So we'll see about the starting lineup. But I don't know about you guys. I just, I get a headache when I talk about this Denver value. Denver value just, just pisses me off. I, you can't trust these guys. You really can't. Even with all these guys out, I'm just like, I don't I don't know what they're going to do. But we'll start with Aaron Gordon. Okay, so did only play 24 minutes last game. That was a little bit disappointing. I would think he goes back to low 30s. At sub 5K price, Sure. He's he's fine. Right? Probably has to do a little bit more offensively without Will Barton. Matin Morris at four seven. I think we get around thirty minutes. I think I feel pretty good about him. Um, again, probably has to do more offensively without Will Barton. Camposo at four six. Probably sees a couple extra minutes. I think he's playable. A guy that can stuff the stat sheet. Um, again, I'm curious to see who they end up starting. And then we get to, this is where it hurt. This is where it starts hurting. Right, Austin Rivers. He's 4.1. Sure, he had a good shooting game last game. I'm just going to warn you with a guy like this, be careful. Two fancy points in 17 minutes. 0.25 in 19 minutes. 9 in 25 minutes. 12 in 33 minutes. So sure, he can. He can have good games. But he can also kill you and the prices come up on him. And then you have the two greens who are just like, you just, you can't trust the minutes for these guys. They're just all like, this is like, I don't, the secondary plays are so hard to talk about here for Denver. 3.7K for Jamal Green has started last couple of games, only 22 and 18 minutes though. So, assuming he starts again, yeah, he's a, he's a fine value, but I don't know if we can get big minutes from him. Jeff Green is complete dust, but like, he's going to play mid-20s minutes probably. Again, viable uh, Bones Highland. has baseman out of the rotation recently, but might have to play a little bit more here without Will Barton. I think he's an interesting dart throw. And then, like, Zeke Naji should get a little bit of run at the flatman price. You could probably do worse. Man, just a team that, like, r- honestly, outside of Jokic and maybe Monte Morris, it's, it's really hard to trust anyone, even with these guys being out. Um, and let's finish it up with the Clippers. Another team that just... I just don't like talking about this team either. Um, Paul George, Kyle Leonard still out. Okay. So if the game's going to stay competitive. It's most likely because of Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson. Marcus Morris probably plays mid thirties minutes if the game stays close. He does have upside. If the game blows out, you know, they'll pull him. So I think he's solid. Reggie Jackson is sub six K. Um, I think he, he probably looks the best in my opinion of these Clippers guys, but he's been struggling of late right now. Again, the shot attempts will be there. Whether or not he makes those shots. Who knows? Bloodsau at 5-4? It's just all over the place. Uh, minutes all over the place, too. Terrence Mann at 5K probably plays around 30 minutes, but the price feels about right. Um, Zubac going to be going up against Jokic. Might have to play a couple extra minutes. I think he's a fair GBP play. I could see playing both the centers in this game together. Amir Coffee had a good game last game at 4-4, um, but again, that's kind of an outlier game for him. Ibaka probably plays the backup five. If you think that Zubac gets in some foul trouble, you can look to Ibaka, but there's just not a ton that stands out to me on the Clippers side. So yeah, guys, that will do it for the video today. If you haven't enjoyed the content, again, just make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Would really, really appreciate it, guys. Thanks again. Have a great night, and I will see you guys all in the next video.